so this afternoon, uh, we're looking at while shepherds wash their socks by night, I mean flocks by night. Last week, we looked at Hark the Herald. Today, we're looking at while shepherds watch their so flocks by night. It's so hard, it's so hard. Uh, we're looking at, at sort of this mini-series through carols that we sing. Some of them are Victorian carols. Some of them are, are carols that were sung way back when. Some of them we don't even know who, they, who wrote them. But their words are quite astonishing. They are the gospel encapsulated in melody. And today we're looking at while shepherds watch their flocks by night, all seated on the ground or wherever they were sat. But what God sees is very different to what humanity sees, isn't it? I wonder what Christmas is to you. Maybe it's time with family. The, the people that I've been bumping into this week have gone, oh, I'm really looking to, forward to Christmas because that's when I see my family. And I think for many of us, that's pretty much the same for all of us, isn't it? Or, oh, I love Christmas when it's freezing cold in the mornings. Or when we get presents. Or when we get to sing carols. Our house this week has been filled with carols. I've been listening to carols on Spotify all week. For some of us who are, are involved in churches all over the place, endless, endless church. It's like, oh, is there one more flipping carol service? For others, it's brass bands completely uh, make Christmas. I learned some really, really interesting, interesting information this week, and that is that Kevin Roberts plays the trumpet. So, you know, man of many, many talents, including trumpeting. Um, I didn't quite believe it at first. Or maybe there are all these traditions that we have. In Emily's family, there's the tradition of doing the classic Christmas Eve dog walk. It's always muddy, uh, but it's kind of, it's not Christmas until this happens. Or eating turkey whilst everyone in the household hates turkey. Or sparkly lights, or Father Christmas, or whatever it is, that sums up Christmas to us. But it's all very, very, very distant to that first Christmas that these hymns are talking about, that these carols share. For a lot of us, pre-lockdown, Christmas was, was filled with exuberance and spending and everyone being very Christmassy. Back then, in that first Christmas, poverty, desperation, and the unknown about the future. Some of us and the UK might be feeling that now with millions of job losses, with people going, I don't know what's going on. The unknown about what the 1st of January might look like. But just like back then, God sees something different to what humanity sees. I'm going to read us uh, Luke chapter 2, if you've got your Bibles, verse 8 to 21. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 21. 
And it says this. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will, that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to, whom, to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem, and let's see, things, see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the boy lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So what we see is very, very different, isn't it, in this passage, to what our culture and what Telford might tell us Christmas is. So how are some of these things different? Well, firstly, we see old and barren. Old and barren in the Christmas narrative. From Elizabeth and Zechariah in Luke chapter 1, just the page before. Elizabeth being older than being able to conceive a child. The disgrace that was surrounding that. She became a social outcast. It was seen as though God's judgment was on Elizabeth and Zechariah. That's what the world saw. The world saw old and barren, disgraced, social outcast, and God's judgment. But God sees something different. If you look at that narrative with Elizabeth and Zechariah, God sees faithfulness. That even in the hardship that was going on in their lives, God saw faithful. He saw service. Let it be as you've said, she says to the angel. Prayer as Elizabeth and Zechariah prayed and prayed and prayed. And there was a hope and there was a future. God saw something different to the other people that saw those two people. For Mary and Joseph, slightly later, 
What did they see? People saw a very young girl between 14 and 16 years of age. How could God use her? Pregnant. Oh, the shame that that brought. She wasn't married, but she was carrying this child. Very young and very pregnant. Engaged but not married. A disgrace on her and her family. Even potential death. Because back then, if you weren't married and you were carrying a child, it was such a disgrace that you could have been stoned to death. That's what people saw. But God saw something very different. God saw highly favored. The Lord is with you. God sees the birth of the Messiah, the Son of God, the Son of the Most High, being given to Mary, a teenager. And the angel goes on to say, I will give him the throne of David. We heard it in our carol, born of David's line. The Spirit will be coming on you, Mary. And she says, I am the Lord's servant. What would we see if we were those people? Would we see what God sees? Or would we see what human beings see? God did not just see a teenager, but Mary and far more. God's view of people is often very different. Who he chooses is often very different to who we would choose. All through the Bible, all through the Old Testament and the New, God chooses the weak and the broken and the wimpy and the failures and the young and the unqualified. He chooses people like us like you and me and all of the people going right back until the very first people. Why? Why? Because of how possible things are with God and how impossible they are if we do it with our own strength. God chooses different people to who we would choose. Well, what about then uh, in this story, in this piece of scripture that we read? Born in Bethlehem. The worst place to ever be born. A dirty backwater of the Roman Empire and Israel. The worst of the worst of the worst is the human viewpoint of what was seen. wrapped in some cloth. Not the beautiful garments that we suppose the king would be wrapped in, but some bits of cloth lying around, probably a little bit scratchy, probably had some animal mess on it. 
nothing you would want to have your baby wrapped in. Placed in a feeding trough. And so often at Christmas, we see these amazingly beautifully crafted uh, uh, mangers being done. No, this would have been used for animals eating. Slobber and mess. Something very different to what we would do. Bethlehem, the manger, the cave slash stable slash barn slash outdoor bit of the house was not the place for God to be born into. But God doesn't see what we see. God sees prophecy fulfilled. The things of the Old Testament fulfilled in the city of David, the Messiah will be born. The proof of the shepherds, the people who wouldn't have been believed because they were the last person in society, they were the bottom of the rung. God sees these things treasured up in Mary's heart. It would all be very different if we were there. We would have seen the mess and the brokenness. But God saw something different. There were shepherds living out in the fields. Why were they living out in the fields? Because they were probably homeless. Nomadic people caring for their sheep. The bottom of the ladder. Why were they watching over their sheep at night? Because it was unsafe. Things would come and want to eat their sheep. They should be sleeping, but no, these guys are watching over their sheep. They weren't allowed to even go into the city gates of Jerusalem because they were too unclean and uncouth. These guys had a bad reputation. You would not be inviting them round for your Christmas dinner. But yet, God saw something different. God sees the furthest away being drawn near. God sees the the people who can't worship because they can't even come into the, the city where worship could be done joining in with the angels of heaven, worshipping glory to God in the highest. God sees the humility of those shepherds and the obedience to go and check out that what God was saying was true. The shepherds see the unsafe, the dark, the lonely, They left the sheep in the face of what God said to them by the angels and went after Jesus. They left their duty to go and say, there is something bigger than this. God sees what's different to how we see things. What do people see in Telford? What do people see where we live? 
people see that there's a place with no community. Some would say that there's a place of no soul in Telford. People would say that Telford only exists because of the clearances that happened earlier on the century. People being brought from, from Leeds and Manchester and Liverpool and Birmingham to come and settle this place. People see in Telford a sense of hopelessness, a coming together of nothing to be nothing. That may be like Jerusalem or like Bethlehem back then. It's the back and beyond of the UK. But guess what? God sees something different. God sees something different. And maybe just in a moment, listen, what is God saying over Telford? What's God saying over where you live, your community? God sees us being the opportunity to change our society. God sees the new and the old finding Jesus. God sees of Telford a new future being found that we are writing every day. That the place of impossibility becomes the possible. That those who are distant are drawn close. That revival and renewal is here. We hear the stories of the, of the, the revivals in South Wales and the Outer Hebrides and Azusa and Toronto and all these places. God sees Telford in the mix. God sees something different to what humanity sees. If God sees something different to humanity, how does God see you? How does God see you? That's something you're going to have to ask him. And I hope this afternoon that he might reveal that to you. How does he see you? He doesn't see you like one of those shepherds watching their flocks by night. He doesn't see you as dirty or smelly or distant, but drawn near. He doesn't see you as part of the wrong crowd, but part of the family. He doesn't see you as untrustworthy, but says, you are mine. What does God see you as? 
for me, I'll never, I'll never forget this moment. I was uh, probably 21, 22. And uh, our church staff team, there was a leadership conference at, at Holy Trinity in Cheltenham. And we went. And I'll, I can almost take you to the spot exactly. And I said to God, how do you see me? And it was like heaven opened. And I saw a robe that was put on like a king being wrapped around my shoulders. And a crown being put on my head. And God saying, that's how I see you. How does God see you today? He sees you as loved. He sees you as hopeful. He sees you as someone he would die to save. How does he see you? Father, Spirit, Son. Would you reveal to us now how you see us? Because you have a different view of us than we have of ourselves. You have a different view of us than the people in our past have told us about. Would you show us?